Welcome back to our podcast, Myth Machine. In the last episode, we talked about the Chinese classic of the Three Kingdoms. In this episode, we'll talk about the Norse mythology of Loki. We hope you enjoy. The Norse god Loki was the god of fire as well as the god of mischief. He lived in Asgard, of course, and was the son of the giant Forbaudi, and his mother was Lafe. In Norse, his name means fire, and in Greek, his name means loop, knot, or tangle. This sort of symbolizes his tricks and his schemes that he would often pull, and his tendency to stir up trouble for the other gods. He frequently, if not almost always, stole things from the gods such as Freya's magical cloak. Loki was a trickster, and even so, he actually had the ability to shapeshift. He could change into anything he wanted. He could have been an animal, he could be a plant, or he could actually turn into other beings. He used his power sometimes, emphasis on sometimes, to help the other gods, but a lot like Loki from the MCU, the Marvel movies, he pretty much always caused endless trouble for them. He somehow got a wife and married her named Sigyn, and they had only one child together, and his name was Nari. Loki then actually had three more children, but they were with his mistress, Angerboda. The oldest of these children was named Hel, and if you couldn't guess, she was the goddess of the underworld. Then there was Jormungand, I I don't know how this adds up. I don't know. But he was a giant serpent who later killed Thor. And then there was Fenrir, who, who was a wolf. And finally, Loki actually fathered another child named Sleipnir. This was an eight-legged horse that Odin decided he would own. Loki is actually best known for his contribution to the death of a god named Baldur. So the story goes, as Baldur was prophesied to die, so his mother named Frigg demanded that every living thing on earth must never harm Baldur. Simple as that, easy peasy. Everything agrees except for the mistletoe. I don't know how the mistletoe even would have agreed. Like, I didn't know they could speak, but whatever, I guess. Simple as that, Mistletoe didn't agree. That's it. So Loki decided he would take advantage of this. I don't know why he wanted Baldur so dead, but he wanted Baldur dead. So he takes the Mistletoe and he puts it on a spear. Loki then goes to a blind god named Hod and demands that Hod throw the spear at Baldur. When Baldur dies from his obvious spear wounds, he goes to the underworld with a god named Hel. When another god demands that Baldur be freed, Hel states that only if every living thing on earth would cry for Baldur, maybe then he would be freed. Everything on earth actually decides that they would weep for Baldur, except for one thing, a giantess, which is, of course, a female giant. Nordic mythology states in its own little way that they don't know who the giantess was, but that it maybe was Loki, it maybe wasn't, 
I don't know. It's mythology. I don't know how they couldn't just pick if it was Loki or not, but... And of course, since Loki, or the giantist, in quotes, didn't cry, Balder had to stay in hell. Loki had done so many of misdeeds like that, that the gods decided that they would punish him for all of eternity. Their punishment to Loki was that they tied Loki to a rock in a cave with his own son's entrails and would have snake venom drip on his face. His faithful wife, Sigyn, of course, stayed by his side and held a bowl over his head. This bowl would be to catch the venom so it wouldn't hit Loki. However, of course, luck would have it, the bowl would fill up with venom eventually. So Sigyn would have to leave to empty the bowl out. Loki, who now has nothing to protect him from the venom, would get hit in the face with this wonderful venom. Nordic mythology has its own weird little explanations for things. So Nordic mythology states that when Loki would be hit with the venom and writhe in pain, it would cause the earthquakes or earthquakes. Now this endless, endless cycle of Loki writhing in pain, Sigyn emptying the bowl and then going back to hold the bowl over his head and then back around again would continue forever and ever until eventually during Ragnarok, which is the Nordic end of the world, Loki would eventually escape. But According to Nordic mythology, that hasn't happened, and yet it has, and it hasn't. But maybe someday Loki will no longer be writhing in pain, and his wife will eventually not have to tire her arm holding the bowl up. But until then, Loki will continue to suffer, according to Nordic mythology. Well, we hope you enjoyed the story read by Aubrey. Uh, I was actually really looking forward to this week's because I really love Norse mythology and Loki's my favorite in Norse mythology, so I was really happy. What do you think, Christian? Yeah, I really liked the story. It was a lot more entertaining, I would have thought, just from Loki in Norse because there's tons of gods in Norse, but Loki actually had a very interesting story. Mm-hmm. What was your, uh, your favorite part of the story? I think, like, just the like all the things with like his sons and like all of his children and everything like it literally one of his children it was the goddess of the underworld yeah that was uh it's a bit crazy i mean it kind of makes sense because of of him and what he was the god of and just all the things that he did during his life but um just imagine being the goddess of the underworld like like so everyone fears you everyone and then you have like the power to, like if you can bring someone back to life life should be weird mm-hmm. and then like the giant like his son that was like a giant serpent and it ended up killing thor yeah that was um that was a bit weird because uh a serpent killing a, a thor i kind of find that hard to believe but um Whatever. Because, like, especially if you relate it back to the Marvel movies, like, Thor is, like, so invincible. 
And, like, I feel like he could take on a giant snake, you know? Yeah, but we also don't know if that giant snake has even more powers than what's that is said. True. That is true. And um, there's also the part that a uh, snake venom, that kind of sucks. Yeah. Like, even if it, like, the snake venom that hurts a god must be, like, very strong. Oh my gosh, imagine it would, like, disintegrate someone in, like, one drop. Like, a regular person. Like, probably the smell of it could probably. Honestly. And, like, I think, like, since, like, Loki was, like, the god of, like, like, shapeshift and stuff, he has that shapeshifting ability, like, it would make sense why, like, his children were, like, different, like, monsters and, like, creatures. Yeah, makes sense. But, like, imagine being a giant serpent. Like, I think it would just be weird, like, trying to raise them also. I mean, like, he could turn into whatever animal they are. That's true. But, like, there's, like, but there's so many of them, you would only have to, like, give attention to one at a time. time. And then that, and then that just, yeah, like, that's just, like, if, like, with three children, like, and four later on, like, that... You're not gonna have enough time. Yeah, and then the the wolf though, I feel like that that would be cool. I want to be a wolf. I I would take the serpent, the giant serpent. Well, wolves are my favorite animal, so maybe I'm biased. Yeah, maybe. So the uh, the eight legged horse though, imagine seeing one of those. That would be. It'd be like almost seeing like a centipede, like a giant centipede almost. That's a, oh that's what gosh. I imagine with an eight-legged horse. That would be so horrible. You know, actually, okay, fun fact. In the first Thor movie, the the Marvel movies, that horse, Odin actually is on it when he goes to save Thor and Loki and the Warriors 3 um, from Jotunheim. With Luffy. So, like, you see it for, like, I think it was, like, three seconds. I did not know that, but that, that's insane. The more that, you know. Yeah, the more you know. <laughs> Which I thought was really cool. Like, the MCU kind of took a bit of actual mythology and, like, included it. Yeah, so, like, like, the shape Hela, thing. Yeah, yeah. Of... The Hela was the goddess of death. Then that was Loki's sister instead of his daughter. And then Ragnarok, obviously. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Big, big factor. Yeah, and then in Norse mythology, Luffy is Loki's mom, but in the MCU, Luffy's Loki's father. Hmm. Crazy, right? Yeah. I would like, like Loki, like just he kept stealing so many artifacts, like. Like, I would be pissed also as, like, another god. Just, if someone just kept stealing my stuff. But, like, wouldn't you want a magical cloak? Oh, yeah, if it was mine. There's a different thing when you, someone steals it. I mean, he gave it back. He borrowed it. Oh, borrowed it without permission. That's stealing. I mean, <laughs> what it, okay, but he gave it back. Yeah, so it's not horrible, but I'm pretty sure he didn't give everything back. 
Maybe not. <laughs> I mean, in Norse mythology, it says that he didn't really have anything of his own, like artifacts like that. So he just took other people and gave them back. Yeah, but people would go on like these like epic trials and stuff with like to get artifacts. So like since oh. he was like so powerful and stuff, like he would at least would have gone on some to get Works his own. Smarter, not harder. Why do trials when you could just steal? Okay, that's true. But it all came full around. Came back to him later on. Yeah, that uh, that punishment. That's rough. Well, at least it does say like he escapes. Like he still has something Eventually. to look forward to. Yeah, yeah. Who knows how long he's there for, though. That's also true, but because they're immortal, like. Suck. But like all earthquake earthquakes would just stop then during Ragnarok. Just I mean, that would be weird. Because, because it's the end of the world, so you would think like yeah. earthquakes, eruptions, but then that means there is no earthquakes because Loki's gone. Unless someone takes his place. That is true. Maybe he tricks Maybe someone like, to take his place. Like Thor or something. Maybe. Maybe his wife will do it. He tricks his own wife? That would be... I mean, he kind of cheated on her, so... Yeah, but... Like, twice. That's, like, the betrayal would be, like... Like, I would see him, like, tricking, like, one of his, like, children or something. I mean... But like With that his... giant serpent to do it, who knows if the venom will actually affect it? That's true. Maybe Loki might be smart enough to think of that when it comes around. Uh, who knows? We hope you enjoyed our third episode of Myth Machine. Next week, we'll be talking about the Irish epic of Cúchulainn. Just a reminder that our podcast is also available on Spotify. Breaker, Google Podcast, Radio Republic, and Pocket Casts. Thank you for listening.